You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Lana, get over here with your man hands. I have ham hocks for hands. Now with 60% less fat than potato chips, welcome back to This Week in Gaming. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I am the heat miser. <laughs> That's It's accurate for today. Yeah. I checked the weather this morning and my phone was like, there's a heat advisory in effect today. And I'm like, oh, or excessive heat warning yeah. in effect today. And I'm like, that's that's good. Yeah, we got an email at work saying, like, be careful because most of the people that work for my company work outdoors on like right. roofs and all that shit. So one of them, the heat advisory is for guys that are working Saturday and Sunday because it's supposed the heat to be the index hottest. is supposed to be 107 to 112. Mm-hmm. And on a roof that's not covered by any shade, because I work in solar power, so you really can't have that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I hope that, like, that they bring water, obviously. But they bring also water that, and ice. But also that people who, if they happen to be home, are like, do you want to come in to the AC for a little no, while? Because that would rich be, people. That would be me. I'd be like, do you want water? <laughs> do you want me to just hold a bottle over you? And you could just drink whatever you want, These like a hamster? People have paid Guys, I'm going to just put the sprinkler on the roof, thousands. if that's cool. <laughs> Don't don't mind the electricity. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfectly safe. <laughs> it's fine. It's distilled water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just filtering it out of like bottles. Yeah. Anyway, my God, this week feels like it took forever. Sure. Sure did. It did. Every day felt like a day that it wasn't. Yeah. Every Absolutely. Sing- today, Every single one. I woke up today. I fully went to sleep last night and I was like, it is Thursday. I do not have to work tomorrow. I can sleep in. I will not set my alarms. And I woke up today and I was like, oh, it's Thursday and it's 1030. I slept in and I missed the bus and I'm going to be late to work. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, I don't know what the hell day I thought Monday was. I but same. I felt like Tuesday was Monday. Wednesday was no. Yeah. Tuesday was Wednesday. Wednesday was Thursday. Thursday was Friday. And then I was really depressed that I had to go to work today. Yeah. But then today felt like Monday. And I was like, what is going on? (laughs) The full moon, man. I blame uh, Mercury. (laughs) It's the full moon. It was the other day or last Uh, night. I don't remember. Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. So that's obviously the problem. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. That astronomy logic. It's damn it. That's astrology, not astronomy. It's don't make me come over there. I'll turn this podcast around. Come at me, daddy. I I knew you were going to say that space daddy. It's like space dandy, but his father, but without the weasel. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I like him. Yeah. Yo, I think I gave this worm too much acid. (laughs) Anyway, in this forever long week. What have you guys been playing? Not much of anything, honestly. I played Dead Rising 4 for a little bit because it's on Game Pass. And I played Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. I've been busy with falling asleep at 8.30 at night <laughs> and waking up at 5 a.m. Oh, yeah. God, I wish I could fall asleep so early. Well. I wish I could fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Drive around all day long and try not to fall asleep and then go home. And that's the thing that kills me. And don't take a nap because that's what I normally do is I take a nap, but don't take a nap and then find 830 behind your eyelids. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I've located 830. It was behind my eyelids the whole time. (laughs) Much like that time we found Jesus behind the couch. Yeah. 
Shit happens. That's it. That's literally all I've played this week. Yeah, it's been a rough one for you. It has. Sarah, what have you been playing this week? I played Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Oh my. I booted that back up. Because playing Crash Team Racing really made me want to play Spyro. And I started it up and I remembered why I stopped playing. <laughs> right, you remembered where you were at. Yeah, because I, I loaded... Super Mutant Land. <laughs> I loaded right into the first game. And I remembered why I stopped playing that one. But I was only like 42% of the way through the game. So I was like, you know what? What if I 100%ed Spyro Reignited Trilogy? It's going to take a long time, but I think I can do it. And so I made that my mission this week was to start 100%ing all the levels that I'd just forgotten about. Either I needed to find dragons or I needed to find like 20 gems. You're a crazy lady. Yes. But now I, of the, what, six or seven worlds in the first game that I've been to, I've 100%ed four of them. Other than every single world has a flight or flying level. Haven't done those because I fucking hate them. They will be the last thing that I do in every game that they're in because I hate them so much. And that's after I bubble wrap the TV (laughs) and the controllers. Yeah. It's important. Are you going to do like Edward 40 hands, but like you just tape the controller to Sarah's hand so she can't throw it? Yeah. She'll sweat through it. At least it's like my own controller that I purchased with my own money. No. No, you bought, bought that one that. for me. Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> With my wife's own money. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your money is my money, baby. That's all I've been doing, though. Because Your baby I mean, is my it, money. I played Spiral for like six straight hours the other day. Because I was just in front of the air conditioning and I didn't have to go oh. to bed. So it was like, hell yeah. I saw a really great post. Let me. I know I screen capped it because I was like, <gasps> this, though. So let me find it again really quick because it was it spoke to me on levels, important <laughs> levels, very fundamental, important levels. There we go. Uh, someone it was a uh, little blue barista posted. Uh, can we romanticize video games the same way we do books? Like you hear all these things about how you can curl up with a good book on a rainy day and drink tea and smother yourself in blankets. But anytime you hear things about video games, it's always about how you're wasting your life away, yelling into a headset as you play Call of Duty in a basement. Imagine bundling yourself up on the couch, the sound of rain hitting the roof, putting on Fable for a few hours, or getting home after a long day of work. You make yourself a cup of cocoa, put on fuzzy PJs, and play Viva Pinata for hours, not giving a second thought to the outside world. Hell yeah. Semester just got out. Throw on some Fallout and take just take a night to breathe and enjoy. You aren't wasting your life away, you're enjoying it. Games can be just as much an escape as books, except you get to be part of the story. Yeah. And I was like, that post. Oh my god. Sp- Speaks to me. Now I want to play Viva Pinata. I've never played Viva Pinata. It's actually pretty fun. It's cute. It's it's smart too because like yes, books are great. I love books. I used to eat books for breakfast, but like she did, it was terrifying with yeah. the milk and all. But like if you finish reading Book-ios. a if you finish reading a book and you tell somebody I finished reading this book, they just have to take you at your word, right? I could lie and say I finished reading every book that's in my house. But a video game, I can conceivably prove that I accomplished something (laughs) by going to my PS4 trophies and being like, look at that. I did that. I got an ultra rare trophy. I did it. (sighs) That's going to be me when we finally beat Dust because I'm screaming at the final boss because the difficulty spiked exponentially. Yes. For no reason. Yes. It was very rough to watch. And I hate it. (laughs) Yes. 
I was asleep. It's yeah. rough to play. I believe I'm like, that. I just want to get through the rest of the story. I just want to like give the people what they want. I just want to be good at games, <laughs> and I just can't. Can't well, I get good scrub? Yeah, I'm trying. All the Dark Souls that I've had in me, all the Bloodborne that I've played has not prepared me for freaking General Gaius and his asshole four-stage fight. <laughs> it seems crazy because this felt like a very it fluffy... was a cakewalk. Nice game. Until like the last area when everyone could parry. And I'm like, <laughs> you did not at all prepare me for this. Yeah. And so I finally get through it and I'm at the final boss and I'm all out of shit. And rather than being like, hey, here's a resurrection gem just because we know this is going to be tough on you. They're just like, how about you eat a dick (laughs) and this fight's going to be really hard. And, you know, you go through it the first time and you're like, well, this isn't this is really difficult. He's got two guys helping him out. But now I took them out and now everything's okay. and I'll figure out a strategy. And then you finally beat him and then you go into fucking stage two, which is Easily, like, the hardest part of that whole fight. Yeah. Now, saying that, now that I've made it to stage three. And just... It made the devil... It's enraging. It made the devil fight look like a strategic, easy thing to do. Because with the devil fight, it's just strategy and getting your timing down. Yes. But with a fight where it's, like, there's health bars, there's things to do, there's four, maybe more stages? I don't know. Like... It just seems mean, <laughs> frankly. It really does. I feel like someone, they they give you options for your difficulty level, and I feel like they went, okay, but this last boss, though, there is no option. You're taking it at extreme hardcore. Yeah, and that's not fun. I'm almost wondering if upping the difficulty would help me. <laughs> if it, like, reverse psychology is the game? Not so much that, but just, like, you know, like, sometimes it changes the patterns of attacks that they use. Mm. And what they think is going to be more difficult to go against, I can counter easily. I don't know. Worth a shot. If the, if it'll let me change the difficulty, sure. Yeah. If it'll let me change the difficulty, I might bump it down to easy just so I can freaking beat that game. Yeah. What if it's like... What if that makes it harder? I was just going to say, what if it's in reverse? So, like, if you're on the hardest difficulty, it's the easiest boss battle. You just, just because at that point, dead. at that point, you've earned it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be crazy psychology, though. That would be a mess. And it's like, I don't want to spend four or five streams just going back and like grinding. You don't want to juggle it. Right. Well, I don't want to keep doing the same fight over and over again, but I also don't want to like spend all my time grinding for more levels. When it might not even work just because like. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Pokemon. Did you play anything other than Spyro or just Spyro? Do you do any more CTR? No. Oh. They did just update CTR for the Switch to make load times better. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's It made the spiral. It Crash Team's uh, loading times made the spiral loading times look like a fucking vacation. And that's saying something. There's only a five second difference between them two. Yeah. Oof. But it, it really made it feel. But five like seconds in gaming time <laughs> is an eternity. Yeah. That's yes, all I is. played, though. Because it's Spyro. And you know I'm going to be on a binge for like two weeks. (laughs) Oh, God. So, like, outside of Dust, which is consuming my entire soul because I can't beat that final boss yet. um, I have been absolute trash and playing for Villa a lot. Yes, I know. Um, Yeah. And my gardener, Sarah, or Ra. It's me. The skunk, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think he made a skunk. 
Yes. Halfway um, through saying yes, I realized I don't remember. You made her a skunk and a gardener. So one thing that you are and one thing that you'll kill everything with. Yeah. Yes. That's very accurate. Um, she's a very good gardener. She's I'm trying to live, like trying to live vicariously because I can't yeah. garden in real life. She's just like harvesting plants like nobody's business. Hell she's yeah. got a ridiculous amount of uh, herbalist pots now. And unfortunately, I had to move Morgan back over to growing plants for a little while because I didn't have enough ingredients for food and because we had so many gosh darn seeds that I couldn't keep like raw couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. So now like static is just on make pot duty and then you are on grow everything duty. Yeah. But then I came across some seeds that it's like, oh, in order for these to grow and stop taking up room in your pot, you need fertilizer. It needs a specific type of like plant juice and good luck because it's either very expensive to buy or you're going rare. to spend forever trying to craft it. Oh, God. I think uh, John was saying it took him about 10,000 fur coins to, like, get all the stuff together to craft. Oh, my God. And, yeah. So, I'm not, I don't doubt that it's something great once it finally is grown. But, yeah. my God, it's like, I that just puts me down several pots in the meantime. This is why I can't do games like that cuz there's no actual end. No, there's never an end. This is this is Animal Crossing meets Neopets. <laughs> yeah, no. That's it. That's all there is to it. It's Animal Crossing and Neopets. I need a definitive end. Even if after that you can keep going. But I need something to be like, "Okay, cool. You're you done now." Me. Actually, yeah, cuz in that in that respect, um Animal Crossing had technically had an end once you finished paying off your house and everything right. and you were you know you didn't owe money anymore the game is technically you've Over. won congratulations yeah. you've paid I, off all your debt i would wager once your house is paid off and upgraded once you have all the items that you need once you have all of the stores that are completely like that are at all possible to open and once you've completed the museum the game is beaten it's just going to take you potentially years to get to that point i've realized so on the plus side, though, in Wonders for Villa, uh, I turned Proxy from a fox into a uh, wicker beast. It's a night wicker beast. Aww. And he's wow, kind he's of incredible. Thick. Yeah, very thick. And then I made another character, and I forgot what I named them. Um, Squee. Squee is gender fluid. Aww. And I had a really cool potion I came across to make a gem raptor. And I was like, what the fuck is a gem raptor? And it's that beautiful. Oh beast. my God. It's a squibbly sploosh. Yeah. <laughs> and they had like three colors and this was the best of them, the rainbow one. Mm. So I was very happy about that. Of course, I got a costume for Nikki and I'm trying to get costumes for everyone else. But right now I'm just in a whole explore and grow seeds and make static build things and expand everything. That's As what we he do wants. In real life. Yeah, Resource what, gathering, basically. That's what he wants to do, really. Yeah, that's what I, I wanted to like base all my stuff around my friends. So I at least have some weird feeling of investment into yeah their characters. How do you elbow me? Fucking get out of my way. Right now. here on our podcast. And I, I think that's about all I've actually played. Like, this week was really weird. Yeah. Mercury's in retrograde and the full moon happened. And, <laughs> and everything is strange. Everything is weird. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I didn't even play any Dauntless this week. Wow. Which I need to because it updated. Pirates. They're not doing, yeah, they're not yeah. doing ninjas anymore. So pirate time. They got me. And it sounds like a lot of things have changed hmm. uh, around that. So they probably also launched an update for the game. Yeah. So now I need to look at it and go, 
All right. What's cool for pirate shit, though? Because mm. I hate to say it, but if they have some cool pirate shit for a premium, I might go premium. It's well, like see, what, five you, bucks. what you need to do is you need to go, OK, is this game still fun? It is when I play because I play with Annabelle, Rody Moo. But you know what I mean? Al. Like after an update, we used to play Fortnite all the time. Oh, yeah. And we had fun. And then they updated it once and we we're like, fuck this noise. Yeah. Thankfully, different style of game. I think it'll be able to hold on longer than Fortnite because it's not a battle royale and it's not full of toxic 12 year olds. Mm. Although you'd be surprised with some of the freaking screen names that pop in on there. But people are creative. Um. But it's like, I think my main, not guff with it, but like my main holding point right now is that I've got like a handful of friends that are way early in the game that I'm ahead of so I can go back and help them out. Mm -hmm. And then if I want to challenge, it's I like Rody has mastered the game. Yes. Entirely. To the, the point where like we when we queued up in a hunt, Annabelle, myself and Rody and she goes, okay, I f well, it was our first time fighting the, the behemoth we were up against. She mm -hmm. goes, so um, what kind of, uh, what'd you say? What kind of a carry do you want? Do you want to be coddled like a small baby or do you just want to be the little spoon? <laughs> She's like, because I've been through this fight a hundred times now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and like explaining damage types and all sorts of other stuff. And I'm like, my God. But I mean, she was also, from my understanding, an avid Monster Hunter player. Mm. I so. wonder what it's like to be good at games. That that is what it's like to be good at games. <laughs> Shout out to Rody. Yeah. Out in the moo cave. Your memes um, make me laugh when I'm at work on Discord. Yeah, absolutely. Every freaking time. Uh so anyway, that's pretty much all I've touched this week. Yeah. It was like the shortest what we but played absolutely ever. Absolutely was. We're not even at twenty minutes. Oh my gosh. This is gonna this be a gonna real be a, short episode. Yeah, this is gonna be a thirty minute episode. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Um, before we jump into our what games are coming at you next week, though, I do want to say a shout out to Prince Bubbles. It's his birthday. Yeah. When, the, when this podcast hits your earballs, uh, Prince Bubbles will be almost an adult. So <laughs> there's that. Because yeah, he's 15 now. <laughs> Basically. <so. laughs> he's old enough to drink, but boy, is he still young. He's a baby. He is the baby <laughs> of the group. He's our baby, uh, though. Coming coming from the grandma of the group. <laughs> <laughs> or mother or um, mommy he's the baby mamacita oh god troy's mom <laughs> she just that was her name in call of duty and she destroyed mamacita. people i love it mamacita. But yes, happy birthday al happy birthday al uh okay so moving on from there games that are coming at you next week monday july 22nd we have beyond two souls for pc uh thursday july 25th I'm assuming that's AI or is that Al? It's AI, but okay. stupid font. Yeah, it's the problem <laughs> with a sans serif font. Yeah. Uh, AI, the Somnium Files for PS4, Switch, and PC. Songbird Symphony for PS4, Switch, and PC. And then Friday, July 26th, Fire Emblem, Three Houses for the Switch. Wolfenstein Youngblood for PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. And Kill a Kill If for PS4 and Switch. When I was typing up Wolfenstein Youngblood, I had to type it like four times because I kept typing Wolfenblood. Wolfen Youngbloodstein. <laughs> I can't wait for that to come out because I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Game Pass. Probably. So I won't have to actually go and purchase it. <laughs> like I will if it ends up being good because I'd rather play it on the PS4. Mm -hmm. But yeah. until then. Maybe not. I can play it 
on many other things. Yeah. I'm excited because it's girls. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah. Twins. Twin gals. And everyone's going to lose their freaking mind. Yeah. This isn't historically accurate. BJ's daughters. It's set in the 80s. This well, isn't historically accurate. Women didn't exist until 1991. Women don't exist. It's true. Oh, no. That's why I had to fake it till I made it. Before we accidentally uh, rewrite history, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take you to a brief, <laughs> uh, a, a brief intermission before we come back with some news. Yeah. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Coming back at you with two scoops of raisins. Uh, welcome back to Twig. I'm going to throw it over to Morgan for posterity and news. Now, now did you say scoops or scroops? Scroops. I heard it's like a scoop. Two, I heard two scoops of raisins, and I'm like, what's a scroop? Oh, a scroop is what happens when, see, working out in Boston and driving home from that direction, I run across a lot of dropped R's, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'll pick them up and put them around for later, and they end up finding their way into other words. So uh, scooped becomes scrooped. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, how many uh, road signs do you see that said that say wicked bad traffic? Because there are quite, quite a few. A, there are quite a few just around here. <laughs> I've seen like three. Wicked I, bad dude. I and I cannot, drive all of the major routes in Massachusetts. I truly can't believe that we live in a place where I we see do a that. lot more uh, use your blinker. Oh, use that, one, your blinker. that one really gets me. Does it get your goat? <laughs> <laughs> Simulator. Yes. Ha. Either way, uh, for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, episode 119, almost 120. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we are recording this on Friday, July 19th. When this is your earballs, it will be Al's birthday. Yeah. If you can't figure out what's after 19, well, you need to go back to school. <laughs> uh, either way, Saturday, July 20th, because I'm I'm a kind soul. Sure. Uh, we are going to start off this week with... With a funny... Something that I uh, didn't hear about last week when it happened, but I heard about it this week when it had already happened. Yeah. So this is from last week. It's another uh, edition of What the Fuck I Missed. So this is from... Last week. To be fair, I found it Friday night after we were done recording. That's fair. But I thought it was important. Yeah. So this this falls near and dear to me. Yeah. Uh, So Call of Duty news. Uh, If you've ever heard of the band Avenged Sevenfold, which... um, Hi, I have a tattoo on my shoulder of of them. Um, Yeah. Avenged Sevenfold vocalist M. Shadows is going to be a playable character in a new update for Call of Duty Black Ops 4 which means I have to start playing Black Ops 4 again. Yeah. Uh, Specifically in the new zombie apocalypse update, blackout mode. Yeah. And since I don't play the game, I don't know like what blackout mode is. I don't know if it's a feature in the zombie apocalypse. Blackout mode is um, blackout mode is their battle royale. Yeah. Oh, but they have, sometimes they'll have one specific area. Mm -hmm. Like they have one called asylum and you're literally just on an Island, like a very small Island and in the middle is a penitentiary that you got to like fight your way to. And oh. it looks like zombies and shit. Mm-hmm. I've only played it like once because I always have a hard time matchmaking either yeah. way. But uh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, that was just quick and near and dear to me. So Sarah put it in. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there. This is going to be like 
We're speed running Rapid because fire. this is, it's all like pretty, we don't need to discuss half of this stuff because it's just yeah. kind of is what it is. Uh, some news from 8BitDo. Uh, 8BitDo, the company who is known for making third-party hardware to make Switch, Switch experiences better and easier, is releasing three new Pro Controllers for the Switch. Uh, the SN30 Pro Plus will come in black, original Game Boy theme, and SNES theme colors. They look uh, so sick. They do. Um, they release August 9th, and players can pre-order now for $49.99 on Amazon.com. Uh, the SN30 Pro Plus will work on the Switch, Android, Mac, Windows, Steam, and Raspberry Pi, if you have one. Yeah, so it's not just, which I think is really cool, that's, that it's not that's just... The great thing about 8-bit, though, is most of their stuff works for everything. Yeah. Because they're literally just making a peripheral that's Bluetooth. Yeah, they were the people that made um, the cheaper version of the Ethernet dongle for the Switch, I think. Yeah. Because people were like, I don't want to pay another $50 for something that should yeah, have been in here, like Nintendo. One. Yeah. They're, they've always been known for doing shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 8BitDo has tweeted since the announcement to say that the Pro Plus will not be able to wake up the Switch on its own like any other third-party hardware. So like, if you have a Pro Controller you didn't know you could do this, you hold the home button and it'll wake up your Switch as long as it's only on sleep mode. Yeah, but not a third-party one like 8BitDo, right. which is fine. Like There are bigger problems in the world. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, you can go to 8bitdo.com for more details, specs, pictures, etc. of all the 8bitdo's controllers. Uh, check them out, honestly. Like the, they look these the... new ones look amazing. I want one in the SNES color. Oh, I want the Game Boy one. I never had a, an original Game Boy, but I really like the original Game Boy colors. Oh, so you can't see it in low light and <laughs> everything is green except for the edges. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Uh, moving on from there to some Sims 4 news. Yeah. So developers for The Sims 4 did a live stream on Twitch this week to cover some updates that have come to the game or are soon coming to the game. Uh, the biggest new feature is a personality trait quiz to players to take on behalf of the Sim they want to make uh, before character creation. And the game will use the answers to formulate a personality for them. Uh, the personality quiz and the character creation are separate. Your answers won't define what your sim looks like. Yep. It just chooses, like, their aspirations, their life goals. And three different traits are chosen by the quiz. Cho- chosen? Chosen? They've been chosen by the quiz. Uh, you are the chosen one. <laughs> you have the good scroops. Um, in some cases, the quiz may choose a career for them. Uh, a few skills they may already be proficient in, and how much money they start the game with. So, yeah, wow, that could like a lot of that's people. That's a make or break. It really is. A lot of people are like, I'm. I've done this ten times, and my Sims are always unemployed, so I think it needs some tweaks. Okay, but but healthy. it's still a really yeah, I know it's still a really cool system. And the we didn't report on it when it happened, but a few weeks ago they updated so that the the traits and aspirations can all be randomized. You just hit the button. And it randomizes it, which is great for people who are doing challenges where you have to randomize it instead of like pulling out your phone or a dice. And you just it, yeah. hit the button. I think it's really cool. And it's good for people like me who can never choose. And I just keep making creative artists and writers over and over again. So, yeah, that thing, <laughs> uh, if you play The Sims 4 or want to get into The Sims 4, you can now do personality quizzes or yeah. soon. Is it live? I think so. Meant to look into it, super didn't. Tentatively, it's live. If not, <laughs> well, just wait a little bit. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, a little Joy-Con news, uh, specifically Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons, not um, a pleasure-seeking convention. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if Nintendo hosted their own convention, it really needs to be the Nintendo Joy-Con. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, it would be the Nintendo Treehouse. No, that's their conference. That's their little E3. Yeah, but they'll you know they'll move it onto that. Uh, <laughs> Tom Nook's hideaway. Oh god. Yes. Nook's Con. corner. Nook's con. Uh, move anyway. Uh, so this week Nintendo announced two new color combinations of Joy Cons: a purple and orange set and a dark blue and neon yellow green set. Yeah, I I couldn't tell what color it was. Some people said it's, green. Some people said neon, yellow. It's neon bright. It's one of those. Yeah, it's like the yellowy green color. I can't t- literally. I can't tell. I w- so <laughs> see. I want both of them, but I think I want the purple and orange one oh, more. I, I super do. Because, just because that one actually reminds me most about like Splatoon, mm. even though I don't play Splatoon. It's got. It's like aesthetic. Yeah. The purple and orange is like those. For some reason, when I was a kid, were my favorite colors, and I thought they went so well together. They don't. Oh, God, no. But for some reason, it's a very Halloween-y feel, too. Yeah. And I really, really, like, I want them. But continue going on, and you'll find out why I'm not going to get them. Yeah, so they'll release on October 14th for the usual retail price of $79.99. $80. That's how much Joy-Cons are. I know. If Wait, we wanted- I, I thought they were just 70 I thought they were- No, they're $80. Oh, fuck. Nintendo. It's all the different wiring and mm, the Bluetooth because they can be used separately and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And it's Nintendo, so it's they technically can like buying two want. controllers for forty bucks a piece. Ho- right. <laughs> Hopefully, they fixed the problem that some people have. Oh, the drift with the with the left stick drift. I guess that's a problem. I haven't noticed it on ours or anything, but yeah. But we also don't use I ours don't, a ton. I don't use the Joy Cons very often, right? Because I have giant hands. So yeah. <laughs> She does. <laughs> and they're not they're not dinner plates. They're just meaty. Lana, get over here with your man hands. I have ham hocks for hands. <laughs> Truckosaurus. <laughs> uh, moving on from there. Little Okay, so this is titled Ocarina of Time Speedrun. Now you you have to you have to revel in this time of like what the speedrunner did. Okay? Alright, so, go on. This week, the world record speedrun for Ocarina of Time was beaten. It's a four-year multi-person effort to cut the run down to under 17 minutes. Like, under 17 minutes to be Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Some people poop a, longer than that. A game that took the game grumps, a combined effort of two grown adult men, months, and many hours. So, Norwegian speedrunner Torj... A Munson completed Ocarina of Time at any percent, so just as long as he finished the story, in a record 16 minutes and 58 seconds. Yep. Unreal. What the fuck? Four years. Not a single person could get under 17 minutes. Four years. Call me when it's glitchless. Yeah, I mean, Because I that's know that's a glitched run. It is, because it, it, and it's not like... <sighs> glitch it's like it's taking advantage of something i don't remember exactly which two things it really took but it's taking advantage of two things that the game allows you to do it's a glitch it is a glitch (laughs) but it's not like a bethesda glitch where you literally walk through a wall and you load into a different part of the cell it's not like the portal glitch where it's just like the game jump like eight levels the game gives you something and you're like i'm gonna take advantage of that yeah so it feels less like a glitch and more of just like a Eh, I'm doing what I got to do, yeah. but it's still really crazy. And it's funny because 
I, I didn't listen to it with sound because I don't like the sound of just rapidly hitting buttons. But I watched it. And first of all, he's adorable. The speedrunner. He's adorable. He's like 20 years old. He's a baby, basically. And all of the comments were like, <laughs> he said he this was a failed run. He said that it was a bad run. And then literally made the world record. And I feel like 100% of the world record runs I've ever watched. They all think they failed. They all think they've done really badly. Yeah. Until the end. It's so funny. Well, and that's because, like, if you have a decent grasp on how long, it, like, 17 mm-hmm. minutes is, you don't, you you always misjudge, like, that mm-hmm. millisecond. And that's how world records are won, is mm-hmm. by the millisecond a lot of times. Oh, yeah. A, a second in speedrunning time is, is days. an eternity. I watched a guy replay the first like 20 minutes of pokemon crystal because he did one button press wrong fuck that and it's like uh, first of all i don't know where you find the time sir second of all it's one button press it took you an extra two seconds i'm sure you could make that up somewhere else but no apparently not no when you start getting that close to it it's ridiculous yeah and that was done on a wii virtual console just in case people wanted to know. Yeah. Because like second place right after Torge is 17 minutes, seven seconds mm-hmm. by Skater82297. So, I mean, next month's their birthday, I guess. Uh, and oh. they'll be 22. I'm just guessing because 82297 seems like a birthday to me. It sure does. <laughs> so looking at you, Skater. Which is US. really, don't put your birthday in your username. That's just begging for somebody to crack your security codes. Right. <laughs> Come to find out, it's like the last five digits of their social security. <laughs> that would also be very bad. Don't do that. that would, um, <laughs> it's just my social security, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I got it tattooed on me. <laughs> Why? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Moving on from that before I have a mental breakdown. Uh, some news about sw- the Switch. So we reported that there was a new Switch coming out. The Switch Lite. The Switch Lite. The Lite Switch. Well, now there is a new version of the OG Switch coming out. Uh, It was announced by Nintendo that apparently aims to replace the original version of the Switch. Uh, The new version is basically identical to the OG Switch uh, in every way, except that it has a bigger, better battery. The OG Switch's max battery life is about six and a half hours. I was going to say years. <laughs> uh, where the new version's max battery life is about nine hours. And that's un- I think that's under perfect, like, situations. Like, your Wi-Fi is turned off. Yeah. Your brightness is all the way down. You're not actually using the system. Yeah. It's plugged in and charging. You're playing the no. blackness of a game. Yeah. Actually, that drains more battery. The blackness? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Because Is it the type of screen that it is? Mm-hmm. Probably, because if you're Bologna. not AMOLED. That makes sense, because Skyrim is the darkest game I've ever seen in my fucking life on the Switch, and it drains the battery so fast. Uh, so the new version will have the same hardware, software, specs, etc. Just battery upgrades. Uh, the information so far was only announced by Nintendo of Japan and on their website in Japanese. So there's no clear release yeah. date Cause the <laughs> or price yet. Or American announcement at all, but yeah. I see it's probably going to come out around the same time as the light. Probably. And there could have been um, in, in a, an image on the website, <sighs> but Google Translate doesn't translate images. It only translates text. Right. And that was a lot of, that felt like a lot of work to try to take an image and translate it into English. I wasn't about to do that. So, I don't know. Maybe there was. I don't fucking know. Yeah. 
This was on Wednesday and now it's Friday. So maybe things have changed too. Probably. Who fucking, I don't know. I don't get paid to do this podcast, you know? You do. You just get paid in love. <laughs> Not for me. No. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Visual wow. comedy. The Go best. on. I think that's it for Switch. Yes. Thanks. I know. I was giving a nice little pause. Oh. What a delightful pause it was. Moving on to... So, uh, moving on to the last one. You guys want to go get some Nerf guns? Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> but I'll get them from Walmart, where they're affordable. Not Toys R Us? Absolutely not Toys R Us. Because Toys R Us is going to return to two select malls this holiday season. Because of fucking course it is! This is why I sent you the article. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding this in all day. Oh, so, God. <laughs> go do you, on. Do you hear that? I just heard Static go, oh, yes. <laughs> do, you, do you hear that? I just heard Sarah push up her soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> do you just hear the blood vessel in my brain yeah. snap? I Yep. So uh, the new stores will be smaller than the original Toys R Us stores. Think more of like a KB Toys mm. size. Maybe slightly bigger. Maybe closer to like a Brookstone. Somewhere along those lines. Uh, one new store will be at the Westfield Garden State Plaza in Paramus, New Jersey. And one store will be in the Galleria in Houston, Texas. Uh, True Kids Brand, who owns the Toys R Us uh, IP and tech startup B8TA, or Beta, uh, promised that additional locations in prime, high-traffic retail markets within the U.S. will open over the course of 2020. The new stores will be highly interactive with daily events, activities, and toy and game demos that will embrace STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. I thought that article was wrong. I was like, it's just STEM, but art. Well, that's the thing is I think they're trying to bring arts and humanity back into education because they realize that they, uh, over time, raised a generation of fucking sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to be to top it all off, uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe will also be present at both stores in an open play space. I think... Soapbox time. Come on. I'm pissed off about this. It is so... Fucking stupid because there are only two options. They realized they were making a mistake by going through and allowing a bankruptcy to happen and selling off all the stuff because people all of a sudden who hadn't shopped in Toys R at Toys R Us in years all of a sudden realized it's gone now and I can't go back and now my nostalgia gland is sad. But it's not going to work because I thought that too. I thought as a kid, I went to Toys R Us a few times and it was really exciting. But I'm still not going to shop there because I know what the prices are too fucking much. And I don't have a child. I have a little sister, but I love her. I'm not going to take her there. I'm going to take her to Walmart where we can get four times the toys for the same price. That's one option. <laughs> They realized, they realized they made a mistake and now they're trying to bank on it. The other option is maybe the the good ending where this tech startup, Beta, realized that they need some place for kids to get involved in like playtime together and education. And that's really great. But is a store the good place for that? Could this tech startup not have started like a kid cafe situation where kids can just go and play? It's just a daycare. Because like, but like free. Like a store. Yeah, but then Unless it you buy down. something. Yeah. But like that's the good option. And even that still feels gross. That they want to do something good. And that's why they're focusing on the whole Steam thing. But 
that it's, I don't know, it all feels like it's about money, and it is. They closed all yes. those stores, and they didn't pay any of their employees any severance. <laughs> any of so them. So much happened, and it's like they didn't even wait very long. No. Like, it was one thing when all of a sudden KB Toys was reopening pop-up shops, because at that point, we're all like, fuck, it's been like 10 years. Where the hell is all the KB Toys? I yeah. missed that shit. Yeah. And then, there it is. Toys R Us is like, some people probably still haven't even heard they closed. In some places, they were still... Oh, they're coming back now. In some places, they were still open, like, a couple months ago. Because there was still shit to sell. And they were like, we don't want to move the big sign. It's really heavy. Yeah. But, like, there was a lady on the news who was like, I just got diagnosed with cancer. Now I'm going to lose my job, and I don't have health insurance, and I don't have money, so I can't pay for health insurance? What am I going to do? Nothing. (laughs) Maybe die. I don't know. But it's so... Stupid. And of course they want to put these stores in high traffic areas. Why would you want to put them because in? Because they want to keep them. They want to start doing like the amiibo method, but with stores. Like, sure. Let's put a new Toys keep R Us. Keep them up for two weeks and then make them disappear for two months. They want people fighting each other over this Let's shit. Let's put a new Toys R Us in every state capital where there's really busy. There's a lot of businesses. And the people who live in capitals are usually fairly middle class or even wealthy and their kids probably go to a nice school they're bound to get a good education either way let's not put any in rural areas where the education is like arkansas and it's bad let's not do that we can't make money that way how long until some sort of weapon gets brought into one absolutely day five days one through days one through four or excitement day five every kid in houston and paramus will (laughs) have gone through it and been like, wow, it was really cool. But Jeffrey the giraffe was really creepy because he's very tall and I'm three years old. And nobody will go anymore. Sounds like you have some past trauma about Jeffrey the giraffe. He's just really creepy looking. Yeah. The, the pictures of him like looking straight on at the camera when they were like, and Jeffrey the giraffe thanks you for X amount of years of, of coming to his store. And he's just looking directly into the camera. Terrified me. He's scary looking and I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I... It's, I'm all about the whole toy stores thing, but it, it seems like it happened so fast that this is like the whole damn thing could have been a marketing ploy. Yeah. Guys, Toys R Us is not making a lot of money. Well, Steve, that's because nobody wants to go to a physical store and buy toys anymore because you can just get everything on Amazon for like a quarter of the price and they'll bring it to you. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, that doesn't seem very good for us. What's uh, what's the plan? Like, what are we doing going forward? Oh, well, nothing. we have two options, Tom. We can either keep going and completely destroy ourselves or we can file bankruptcy fire everyone give them no severance pay take everything down and then a year later before we run out of money yeah we can do a couple of pop-up shops and hopefully suck all the nostalgia out of people that just went to see the lion king and are pumped about going to see mulan yeah don't forget toy story 4 i heard toy story 4 was actually pretty good and it was for like us old people but like i'm like i didn't see toy story 3 i don't don't want to cry that much i literally don't have it in me I, I still just also have not seen Toy Story. 3. I've seen the ending and I I cried it, so much. It took everything in me not to cry. I didn't even watch the rest of the movie. I just saw the ending and I was like, I can't handle this. So the whole toy all Toy Story 3 is like watching the first 3 minutes of up. <laughs> oh god. So I've been told. Like I I have an I, understanding of what happens just Yeah. I haven't actually I feel like sat down ev- and watched it. I feel like everybody knows what happened in Toy Story 3, but the, those of us who haven't seen it are just like, it's fine. I don't need to. It's been too long. It's like, I haven't seen Up either. I don't need to. We I don't need it. that. I don't need that in my life. We have it. We can watch I it almost, anytime. I, st- I was reading um, 
one of Lemony Snicket's um, little forewords in the beginning of his books, one of the forewords he wrote to his wife about how much he loved her. And I started crying today while you were taking a nap. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So I can't handle it. It's not in my person. I just don't have it in me to be emotional or, you know. Uh, So just because we're done with like our gaming news pretty early, uh, there's one last thing I want to throw out there. And I have to ask, have either of you seen the trailer for Cats? Yes, I want to see it. I'm still going to see it. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Okay, so everyone is very upset, upset about the trailer and how they look. I think it's perfect because it's based off of a fucking Broadway musical. So they look like dancers. I'm only mad. uh, Like the principal, I really don't think it looks that bad. I think the faces can kind of look a little scary when you do all the CGI. It's uncanny. It it is a little bit of an uncanny meets like they didn't do a very great, like perfect job with the CGI. I think we could have done better as a human race, but like I'm just mad at the principle of the thing because everyone went, "Oh, CGI was invented. Finally, we can stop doing these amazing practical effects." I didn't see a lot of CGI. Like those, it's all CGI. Yeah, the costumes. It's the cost. Well, like the bodies, no, but the faces are all CGI. I'll take it. It's still not the worst because I know the have, sets are all practical. It's still better looking than the Lion King. Yeah, the people s- have emotions. The sets are all practical too. Like yes. the giant house is all built so they can run around it. I will probably go see it because I am a slut for musicals. Probably won't see it in theaters, but I'll definitely rent it. Like I'm interested. Yeah, it's just one of those things that it hit at an awkward fork in the road where they were like, "All right, it's like that scene in a Goofy movie when Goofy's asking Max, like, do we go left or right at the fork?" And it's like one way leads him to the concert, and one way leads him fishing with his dad, and he's like, "Wait till the last minute," and they barely make it like the wrong direction. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Soup. And I had oh. soup. Oh my god, <laughs> that one got me. I can't handle that. <laughs> you just dug either. real deep. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I was ready for that kind of depth <laughs> penetration. Oh my god. But uh, my god. So, but it was like they're driving along the road. They're just like I can understand that it's based on the Broadway musical, but you'll notice that like Lion King live performances are very different from Lion King the animation. Mm. Yeah, and they should be. I find it weird that like it's one thing with the Broadway musical, the way that they like it's practical costumes and effects yeah. and everything to take that kind of a thing and put it in a movie where everything's also shrunk down. Mm-hmm. So now you're in like a weird Aristocats sort of realm of things. I mean, I, I mean, the CG looks OK. It could be could be so a lot much worse. The quality of the of everything is on point. It's yes. just the design of it that I'm kind of about it's not to say i won't grow to love it yeah but i want to see it just for the cast alone it's it's like they didn't they weren't sure like do we make them human or do we make them anthro and then someone crashed the boat right in the median yeah Yeah. and they were like so (laughs) there's been so much going on on like furry irl that they're just like guys we don't know what's going on either like this isn't (laughs) like a furry takeover we have we we're scared too yeah i think it's it's also hard for a broadway musical to become a movie Mm. every single time it's ever happened there's so much pushback because there's like the people who are like broadway is the only way i would watch spongebob on broadway before ever watching it on tv and then there's people who are like i hate musicals and they make you gay so it's like no matter Uh, what there was going to be a loss yeah like rent great movie yep into the woods great movie wicked probably great haven't seen it west side story excellent west side story is amazing like wicked was never a movie 
I thought they made it into a movie. It was, it, was a movie. it was just the. It was a book and a, and a musical, and they're two different things. Same story, two different. I swear it was. There goes a movie. my brain. Because I've read them all mm-hmm. and I've seen it. Well, then the soundtrack sounds amazing. I thought it was a movie. No. Either way. What about a. Uh, One day it'll be a movie and people will hate it. But it's like every movie musical that I can think of, people hate it. People hated the idea of the Into the Woods because they were like, no. And it's such a good movie and such a good soundtrack. Like, just, it's fine. Phantom you know, the opera. what the fuck ever. Yeah. Or like um, real life cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> They yeah. tried to adapt that into a movie, and it just became like another Transformers. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. Anyway, that's that's it. I'm all out of news. I'm all out of stuff. I'm yeah. all out of things to do. Um, I'm all out of love. Yeah. I mean, I also tried Alexa this week. That went, eh. She's not really a personal phone assistant. She's no. a smart home. She's supposed Which to- reminded me of the Disney movie Smart Home. Good movie. Uh, also, Static, thank you very much for the uh, recommendation on watching The Explorers, because boy, what a movie. Also, the alien practical effects in that were phenomenal. See, now you just got to watch every other movie that starts with The. It's like a theme. Yeah, it's, yeah the, the. Shining. The. Rescuers Down Under. The. Rescuers. The. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. The, <laughs> oh my God, I have so many movies to watch. <laughs> The Matrix. And they go in alphabetical order. Oh, God. The whole list looks weird because they did it like <laughs> Matrix, comma, the. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back again next week with more video game related things. Uh, until then, if you were interested in checking out the that 8-bit Doe controller or the I know I linked something of that speed run. For Ocarina of Time, the links are in the description below, as well as the Amazon mystery link. Totally check it out. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And uh, again, happy birthday to Al. We'll see y'all next week. Till then, happy gaming. See ya. You paused on me. Hashtag, what are they doing behind the bushes? This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.